0: Welcome back to Great Chat. First and foremost, I wanna wish all of you a very happy new year. I don't know about y'all, but just crossing over into a new year, it always is something good for me to have the ability to start fresh, to start new. to approach it with excitement and just anticipation of all that we hope that God is going to do for us in this new year. So I pray that your new year has started off well and that um, you rest in that same excitement about what is going to happen here in 2024. I'll tell you what is interesting. I took a month off last month to really focus in on family and spend some time fasting and praying with my husband and had a great holiday season. But during this time away, the Lord literally shifted the whole plan of Great Chat. I know we talked about, you know, doing a survey of a relationship and going more in depth about some things that um, tend to get in the way of us finding the love that we desire. Um, but He taught me a lesson <laughs> over over my little break, and the reality is, if we don't know how to be a healthy individual. And if we don't know how to be healthy within our friendships, marriage and love and romance is going to be even the more difficult because we have not figured out the foundational things that help make relationships successful. Um, I (laughs) I also was reminded of the compassion and the grace and the burden that I have For women and specifically for women, friendships and women, relationships and dynamics and interactions that um, have not always proven well between women. And so we're going to pivot a little bit um, and we'll just see where the Lord takes us (laughs) on the next few episodes or, you know, however he decides to use this space for his glory. But we are going to spend some time really digging into women-to-women dynamics. And unfortunately, women hurt women. I have hurt women in the past. I have been hurt by women in the past, along with society telling us that women are catty and messy and you can't trust them and they always got some stuff going on or they want your man or, or whatever the narrative is. There is a lot of tension between women, um, married to single women, single to single women, older women to the younger women, younger women to the older women. There is so much going on that is hindering us from having the type of relationships with one another that we desire. 2023 was a year where I've seen more women than normal talk about the desire for friendship and talk about wanting to have a safe space and and wanting to have intimacy um, of emotion and sharing where they are in life with a safe space. I've seen a lot of women cry out for that. And unfortunately, there aren't many tools to know how to do that, right? I think we have this playground mindset where we think that, you know, oh, we have similar things in common, so automatically we're going to be besties. Or we're both Christians, so that makes us equally yoked. Or you know, you're friends with my friend, so that means we all have to be friends. And it it's a little more in depth than that, right? Because in in, in as children, it was easy. We we'll just say, oh, okay, we're playing together. This is my best friend. Um, even as teenagers, it's like, oh, we're in the same class together. We're friends. And as adults, because we have been jaded and because we have been hurt, um, we have become very paranoid and very skeptical of other individuals, specifically other women, that it makes it difficult for us to show up genuinely as ourselves, ready to receive somebody else genuine, you know, as themselves as well. And so I wanted to start with a level of transparency that I hope frees you up. And I also hope allows you to get to your place of transparency so that we can begin this healing journey to sisterhood. I have not always been a girl's girl. Um, There were times in my life where I had no boundaries, where I had no convictions, where I really didn't have a strong moral compass. And I just pretty much did what I wanted to do. And a lot of that was surrounding men. We've heard the term pick me Used over the last few years i'm not necessarily a big fan of it but for the context of this conversation i was a pick me i did anything to get the male gaze i did anything to get male attention Um, i didn't care who she was or what she had going on if we were friends and then i find out that the person i like likes you now i can't be your friend no more because he's the person that i want right and when we think about a lot of the dynamics that have gone wrong between women, there's typically a man somewhere in the mix, right? Can we be honest? There's usually a man somewhere in the mix of that of you wanted him, but he wanted her or he was with her, but cheated on her with her. And there's, there's always some sort of mess going on, right? And so typically <laughs> I was the one in the mess. I was an insecure woman. I was a woman who felt that my worth was only found in men. I felt that my worth was only found in sex with a man or my ability to keep a man. That's something we still hear to this day. A woman could bring up a valid point and society will say, well, she ain't even got no man. So we've made our connection to men the litmus test for our worthiness. And so the reality is I've been a mean girl. You know, I've talked about women, I've gossiped about other women, I've torn other women down, I've made them feel embarrassed. I've 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 had the mindset of you can't sit with us. I've been clickish, I've been catty, I've been all of these things, and I'm sure at some point in life you guys have been that too. And the frustrating thing is we think that, you know, we get into church and we and we get saved and we go to church and we we do all these things, we go to the conferences and but the mean girls are there too. The girls who want to steal your man or sleep with your man are there too. The girls who are catty and, and messy and talk about you because your hair isn't as pretty as theirs or your fashion is not up to par where theirs is. And it, it has become very cliquish even within the four walls of the church. And so it almost feels like, where can I go to be safe? Where, where, where are the safe spaces? Because everybody is saying that this is what they want, but who's really providing it? It took me years to really come to the root of why I was a mean girl or why I was a woman who didn't care about another woman's feelings. And just like with everything else, y'all, it always goes back to childhood. If you didn't have a strong relationship with your mother, if you didn't have a strong relationship with your sister's, If you didn't have strong, healthy relationships with other women as a young person, I can almost guarantee that that is why you are struggling today as a grown woman. And so I realized that a lot of my contention with other women was because I had never experienced a trustworthy woman. I had never experienced a safe space with another woman at that point in my life. And that includes my the relationship with my mom. That includes the relationship with my sisters. That includes relationships with friends that I had at the time. No one had had been an example enough for me to say, this is the type of woman that I want to be. I want to be a woman of integrity. I want to be a woman that's honest. I want to be a, a woman that is, that is a girl's girl. And so it took me years to figure that out. Being catty is not the way. I don't have to be that way. So if, if you can relate to that, I just want to tell you that you don't have to be that way. You don't have to tear somebody else down in order for you to be built up. There is space for more than one of us to be beautiful in the room. There is space for more than one of us to be successful in the room. There's space for us to have different compartment of friendships to where we don't have to hoard the friendships that we do have and become jealous and insecure because our friend has other friends. There is a space where we can all coexist and interact with each other and live by a certain moral code when dealing with other women in a way that doesn't have us living in fear of retaliation. Because sometimes if you have been the woman that have done other women wrong, you you almost fear opening up to someone else because you've done somebody wrong in the past. So you're like, oh, what goes around come around. So I'm gonna keep myself shut down so that I don't get hurt. It's the same tactics that we use in romantic relationships. But again, if we don't figure that out as an individual and in a space where the one, the, the woman across the room looks like me or acts like me or has the same feelings that I have, if we can't figure that out on this level, it's going to be so difficult in a romantic context because you're not gonna understand why you're doing what you're doing. So as time has gone on in my life, I have not been perfect when it comes to other women. I've hurt some people along the way. And I have also been hurt along the way. There's nothing like having a beautiful friendship and you're growing and you're learning together and you're laughing and you're making memories. And then someone gets a boyfriend. Someone gets booed up and then all of a sudden you're dropped like a hot potato. The friend who you used to talk to every day, now you barely talk to them once a week or once a month and you're you're left feeling abandoned. You're left feeling rejected, but because the trust has already been broken, it doesn't feel like a safe space to come and talk to your friend and say, hey, I feel abandoned by you. And even just saying that out loud, it sounds romanticized, right? Like it sounds like something you would say in a romantic relationship, but feelings are feelings. Feelings do not have a gender. Feelings do not have a relationship status. Feelings are feelings. So if you are feeling abandoned by your friend, you should be able to go to your friend and say, hey, I'm feeling abandoned by you. And and it, it seems that in society, we want to look As less needy as possible. Now, there is an extreme of neediness, right? Like, we don't want to be extremely needy, but the reality is we need our friends. I need my friends. So, if I'm feeling rejected or abandoned or dropped, whose responsibility is it to advocate for my feelings? It's mine. I've experienced being dropped by other women, I've experienced me sharing the vulnerable parts of my heart and my struggles and my weaknesses. And then those struggles and weaknesses being blasted for the public to see. I've experienced being there for women and and being safe. Now, this is after my mean girl era, after getting the revelation that I need women in my life. So I'm, I'm, I'm there, I'm supportive. I'm listening to the secrets. I'm praying you through. I'm being the shoulder you cry on. I'm being the support system. And then as soon as I don't do something that you don't like, Now all of my business is in the streets. Now that I am not beneficial to you anymore, then I'm easily discardable. It hurts. And there are many of you listening to me right now and you have not even said out of your mouth that it hurt. That whatever that person who you claim to be your sister or your friend or your bestie, that whatever they did, whatever they said, whatever experience you had with them, it hurt. And it caused you to put your wall back up. It caused you to be defensive. It caused you to not trust anybody. And it's become a hindrance to your forward progression. And so I'm going to stand as a, as a recovering mean girl and just say that on, on behalf of the woman that hurt you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I judged you. I'm sorry that I critiqued you. I'm sorry that when I thought I was holding you accountable, that I was really holding you to a standard that I have for your life. I'm sorry that I'm somewhat controlling. I'm sorry that I get jealous when you're around other people. I'm sorry that I made you feel bad for finding the love of your life. And I'm sorry that I didn't give you space to figure out what life looks like as a married woman while also maintaining your sisterhood. I'm sorry that I dropped you. I'm sorry that I overlooked you. I'm sorry that I shaded you and I said petty comments about you. On behalf of women everywhere, I am sorry. I want us to move forward, you guys, in order to figure out how can we do sisterhood in a way that is authentic, in a way that is real, in a way that is pure and true, and in a way that keeps everybody safe. Now, with any relationship that you have in life, there's going to be a risk of getting hurt. And I know <laughs> I know that we run from the possibility of being hurt like it is the plague. That is the last thing in the world that we want to experience is being hurt or getting hurt by somebody else. But within any relationship, there's a risk of you getting hurt, disappointed, frustrated, annoyed, needing a break, them getting on your nerves. Like that is a natural, normal part of relationship because no relationship is going to be perfect. And just like you don't always intend to hurt people, people don't always intend to hurt you. The Bible says that we look at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. That means that we can only really judge people based upon their behaviors, but we don't know their heart the way that God knows their heart. So we may look at it like common sense, like, no, you meant to do that, but only God knows whether they truly meant to do that or not. And if you aren't in a space where you are willing to be patient with people and give them grace as you learn each other, then relationships are going to continue to be very hard for you because patience is going to be key. We can't expect a stranger to come into our life and just know how to be a friend to us. We want people to come in the door and know how to love us, know how to spoil us, know how to communicate with us, know everything that there is about us, but we don't want to give them any help to do that. We have to teach people how to treat us. We have to teach people how to love us. And we have to teach people even how to communicate with us because everybody is different. And most of the times when we're relating to other people, we will just take whatever our history has taught us and then try to apply it to a current current situation when that may not even work. So there may be some friendships out there that need to be revisited, ladies, because it may not be that they were a bad person or that you were a bad person. Y'all didn't take the time to get to know each other for real. You had great expectations with no communication. You set forth great promises and, and vows that you were going to do this, this and that, and you didn't meet that. Because sometimes we will try to buy our way into friendship. and that's not limited to just financial or gifts, but sometimes we like to overpromise and underdeliver in order to just have somebody. But we are going to be authentic. We are going to be real, we are going to be honest. And we are going to show up as our true selves because just like in romantic relationships that there's somebody for everybody, there's a friend for everybody. There's a sisterhood for everybody. There's a close circle for everybody. But if you aren't showing up as yourself, you aren't going to find your true people. So ladies, I I pray that you are excited about going on this journey with me. Um, I know that a lot of my mandate for 2024 is going back to building community and safe spaces for women. And I know a lot of you are burnt out from that. I know y'all are over the conferences. I know y'all are over the brunches and and all those sort of things, but we are going to go about it in a pure way. And so I hope that you stay tuned in to what I have going on by staying connected with me all over social media at preachbecca. look for announcements um, i'm hoping to launch a coffee date with um, some of the local girls here um, and also give a virtual option for those who are not local but just to create a space where we can talk because no matter how great your man is and even if you don't have a man there are certain things that only your girls will understand So until our next episode, again, please stay connected with me all over social media at Preach Becca. Make sure that you subscribe to this podcast. Leave me a rating and a comment below and let me know where you're from. Let me know who you are and what you're about. So until next week, guys, I pray you have a great one.